Hello, I'm Adrian Mayfield, and welcome to my channel. Welcome to my page, whichever platform you happen to be watching from. Wanted to share, I guess I should share my information. People sometimes say they don't want to see it, sometimes they do, but either way, I'm going to show you. This is my website. I won't go into total details about everything that's there, but I do have books and courses and um, some trauma coaching that's available for you if you're interested in that. So you can check it out at adrianmayfield.com. I am here today to give you a word that some of your pastors won't tell you, but I do a lot of uh, counseling and talking to coaches and coaching of um, pastors. And in doing so, I generally hear some of the some similar complaints, some similar um, expressions of um, how can I say it? It's not necessarily it might not necessarily be deemed complaints, but more so things that kind of weigh them down and burden them at times. And so I wanted to. I know that you all love your pastors, and you want them to be around for a long time, and you don't want to discourage them, and you don't want to be a burden to them. So I want to give you five things that you can do to help your pastor so you don't kill your pastor, right? And I know that probably seems a little drastic, like kill your pastor, but there are lots and lots and lots of pastors who leave the ministry. There are lots of pastors who commit suicide, and um, we don't want that to happen to any more pastors. We want pastors to be encouraged. We want them to be supported. Want them to be uplifted because they watch over our souls, right? And so I'm going to give you some things that you can do to make things easier for your pastor. The first one is learn to engage the person of God for yourself. God is your father, right? And so he wants to know you. He wants you to know him. You don't need a mediator between you and him except for Jesus Christ. The Bible says there is one mediator between God and man, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus is the only mediator between you and God. He is He connects you to God through his righteousness and finished um, work on the cross and resurrection. So if you if you have accepted Jesus as your personal savior, then you have direct access to God. So you don't have to call your pastor to always pray. Call your pastor to talk to your child that's misbehaving. Call your pastor to come because you um, hurt your toenail. Call your pastor because you can't figure out how you're going to pay your bills. Call your pastor because you're sad because your friend, unfriend, someone unfriended you on Facebook. Like these are the kinds of things that people burden their pastors with, and it ends up being a burden. It really does. And so one of the things you can do is to understand that as believers, because of Jesus Christ, we have access to God for ourselves. It says that when Jesus died on the cross and gave up the gave up the ghost in the temple, the veil that separated the holiest of holies was ripped. It was open. And what does that mean? That means that you can go before the throne of grace and mercy for yourself. So you don't need to call your pastor every time you have an issue or need prayer. You can pray to God for yourself. Let's look at Philippians 2.12. Philippians 2.12 says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So what is that saying? Each of us has a responsibility to work out our salvation for fear and trembling. We don't work for our salvation. 
we work from salvation, from, uh, from the understanding, from the position of knowing that we are saved, we are redeemed through the blood of Jesus Christ, but we have a responsibility to grow, to read the Bible, to partner with the Holy Spirit so that we can be conformed to the image of God. So stop calling your pastor with every little thing that you need, that you need prayer for. You can access God for yourself through Jesus Christ. All right. Number two, read your Bible. Read your Bible, guys. Read your Bible. Some of the things that you wonder about, some of the questions you have can be solved if you read your Bible. And it also can help you know if you're sitting underneath a good pastor. Maybe your pastor doesn't preach from the Bible. Maybe your pastor just gives you ideas and opinions of his own and they're not consistent with scripture. Run. But you'll, you won't know that if you don't read the Bible for yourself. So read your Bible. 2 Timothy 2.15 is the scripture for this. 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we are called to be diligent. And how are we diligent? By rightly dividing the word of truth. And that is by partnering with the Holy Spirit when we read the Bible, because he is the author of the book, to help us to know what's in there. So when we encounter people in the marketplace, when we encounter people at work, when we're in church, we hear something and we don't really understand, we can go to the Bible and it should align with what you find in scripture. And so read the Bible for yourself. All right. Three more. So let's go back over. Number one is learn to engage the person of God for yourself. You can access him. You don't have to go through your pastor. Number two is read the Bible. Take time to read the Bible so you can get to know the person of God through his written word. Number three is honor your pastor. Honor your pastor, right? I often hear this pastor that I listen to all the time, and he says, you can respect yourself, but you can't honor yourself. I know that October is Pastor Appreciation Month, but, but month, but don't let that be the only time that you show love to your pastor. Do something nice for your pastor and his family, your pastor's wife, the children. Volunteer to babysit for them. Bring him a gift. Bring him something he enjoys. Don't worry him with everything that bothers you. Go to God. They, these are ways that you can honor your pastor. Live a life that brings glory to God. Let all his teaching and sacrifice not be in vain. Bring glory to God. And that gives a re that is a reflection of the, all of the investment that your pastor has placed inside of you. All right, let's look at Hebrews, Hebrews thirteen seventeen, Hebrews thirteen seventeen. The Bible is gigantic. And it's falling apart. And you know what they say. If your Bible is falling apart, that means you aren't. If your Bible's all together, then you probably aren't. And this is Hebrews, guys. Hebrews. <laughs> Hebrews 13, 17. It says, obey those who rule over you. Be submissive, for they watch over your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. So make your pastor happy to see you coming. Be a blessing to your pastor. And may he not, when he see you coming, want to run and hide inside the pastor's study. So it says, obey those who rule over you. Be submissive. They watch over your souls. Then 
that he's the one who will give an account to God for what he's taught you and the things that you've learned under his uh, tutelage so that they will do it with joy and not with grief. So honor your pastors, guys. All right. Number four, two more to go. Get involved. Don't just sit there every Sunday and hold the chair up. Get involved. Find out plays with find out areas and play ways that you can get plugged in so that all of the responsibility doesn't fall on the pastor and rest on the pastor's wife to try to get things done. Particularly if you I mean, this is a true period, but particularly if you go to a smaller church where there's very few people, then you need everyone needs to be all hands on deck so that the pastor and his wife and their family don't they can focus on preaching and ministering the word and don't have to be burdened with like minute things that have to be done as far as the ministry goes. All right, get involved. That's Ecclesiastes 9.10. Ecclesiastes 9.10. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might, for there's no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you're going. We're all going to go in that grave one day. And so while we're here, we may as well live it up really be really go hard for Jesus, go hard to represent him, be valiant, be a valiant soldier going after the laws, preaching the gospel, being available, being helpful and getting involved in the work of the ministry. All right. So we are going to engage God for ourselves and not call our pastor for every little thing. We're going to read our Bible so we know what it says. We're going to honor our pastor. We're going to get involved. And number five, which is the last one, which might be the hardest one for some people, is avoid gossip and backbiting. Ooh, avoid gossip and backbiting. I tell you, church people are some of the most talkative people and some of the messiest people at times. And that does not help the pastor do what he's called to do. So don't be a gossiper. Don't be a person who's backbiting, who's always causing strife and division and confusion in church. Be a peacemaker. The Bible says as much as is possible, be at live at peace with all men. So that should be your goal. We have to be ministers of reconciliation. So don't be that person that's always stirring up strife and always talking about people and always running to the pastor, telling the pastor what you heard people said about him. Be at peace. Tell it to Jesus, right? Then we, I remember we used to sing that song when I was a little girl. Well, I hope, or maybe you sung it, I don't know, but we used to sing it when I was a little girl back in my small town. We used to sing, I must tell Jesus all of my troubles. I cannot bear these burdens alone. You don't have to tell everybody. You don't have to call, text, post it on social media. Sometimes we need to just tell Jesus, right? That's what Mary said when the angel came and told her that she was going to have a baby and she knew she wasn't married. She said that Mary heard all these things and she pondered them in her heart. So sometimes we need to just talk to Jesus about it and not talk to everybody else. All right, Proverbs 16, 28. 16, 28 says, a perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. Isn't that the truth? A whisperer separates the best of friends, and a perverse man sows strife. Don't be one who sows strife in the church, because of course, these little arguments and backbiting and stabbing people in the back and all that stuff, that, that's just one other thing that a pastor ends up having to deal with. So don't be a burden to the pastor. Get to know the person of God for yourself. Read your Bible. Get involved, honor and be a blessing to your pastor and don't be a gossip. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the gift of pastors. We thank you that you've given us apostles, prophets, 
pastors, teachers, and evangelists for the building up of the church. May we grow in wisdom and stature as Jesus did so that we are not depending on and leaning on our pastors and becoming a burden to them. We pray now for all pastors all across the world. We send strength to them by the power of the Holy Spirit. We send encouragement. We decree they shall not be downcast. They shall not be disappointed. Their hope shall not be disappointed. They shall lift up their heads unto you who is the lifter of their heads. We thank you, Father, for their lives. We thank you for their purpose, their destiny. We bless their families, their wives. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. We say, God, lift up a standard against every attack of the enemy against our pastors. We bless them. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for giving us pastors, giving us shepherds after your own heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, make sure you say your own prayer for your pastor and be an encouragement to him and his wife as well. God bless you.